on the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck, and we come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are here every Monday to recap the previous weekend's UB Bulls football game with Coach Leipold and preview this weekend's upcoming game. We're going to talk a little bit about the game at Miami. We're going to talk a lot more about the homecoming game Saturday against Ohio with Coach. But let's start off as you've had a chance to digest the game tape and look back over it. Um, what's been your observations, notes, things you've talked to the team about what happened in the 34-20 loss in Oxford? Well, I think the, the main things still stay apparent. Um, field position, turnovers, penalties uh, are some of the biggest things that uh, were, were detrimental in the, in the game to us. Uh, Ten penalties, um, you know, 12 men on the field during trying to get caught in, in a substitution package. Uh, you know, they went tempo on us, um, you know, unsportsmanlike on, on hitting the, the snapper, which we – you know, Are we sure it was the snapper? That's what we're trying to find <laughs> out right now. Um, but, uh, you know, those type of things were um, positive-wise, you know, I thought our defense played with great effort. And, you know, seven times uh, Miami started drives on our side of the 50-yard line. And coupled with four turnovers and those penalties we just mentioned, that, that that's a tough you know, recipe to, of, to to come away with victories if you're going to give the opponents that. You know, uh, your defense has played well. We'll talk a little bit about more about where their ranking is. But, but it's regardless of how good your defense is, if you're going to make life that easy on your opponent with those kind of drive starts, any good college offense is going to be able to figure out a way to score in half of those, right? Yeah, you would think so. And, uh, you know, I think there was, you know, a turnover. And, you know, we held them four plays, no yards, field goal. We... 10, uh, I, I forgot what Nelson was like, 10 plays, almost 14 yards, maybe a penalty in there. But it was like some really good stands. But, again, our coverage units weren't, weren't where they needed to be. We hit the returner on a fair catch, gave them, you know, put the ball in, all those little things. And, um, you know, as people may ask, you know, what is it? You know, where where's the summit? If it was one or two things, we could we could try to find, um, you know, the, or make changes with that. It's, it's a matter of consistency across the board. Um, we have to be more balanced offensively. Um, we ran the ball well again. You know, the two running backs uh, had good days. I thought we played pretty decent up front. But uh, in order for us to, you know, we've got to be able to have a drive like we did for our first scoring drive and have that kind of balance. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're breaking down Saturday's game against Miami. Um, you very quickly shot me down in the post game, and I understand why, um, because you said you didn't want to use those as any excuses. But penalties and and the, the the inopportune penalty at the moment and and the little mistakes here and there is it at all a product of maybe having a younger team than it was a year we didn't see these a year ago because you had a little more of a veteran team is that as you try to connect those is there some connectivity to that um 
there very well could be we we've tried to talk about it as a staff on sunday we looked at a lot of different things not only is it last year the last two years we've been in the top two in the league of least penalized and and as a head coach and as a program we take a lot of took a lot of pride in that and now to see what what we're doing you try to find out why well you know is it is it youth is it immaturity is it you know um you know, are we not coaching it well enough? All those things, and it has to start with the head coach first, and you go through it. But, you know, some of our things is the last two seasons, you know, now how quickly this roster has kind of become young again or inexperienced that we've tried to emphasize to our players to understand the things that got us to the point of where we've been the last few seasons and never lose sight of that and keep stressing the day-to-day -day things that need to, be, need to be done to be successful. All right, you touched on it. Let's talk about there were some positives in this game, and one of them primarily continues to be the consistency in the running game. 309 yards rushing, 6.3 yards per carry. Jarrett Patterson, 183 yards and a touchdown. Kevin Marks, 101 yards and a touchdown. Um, the running game in itself, how is it working so well? Um, how has it been able to be so consistent week to week? Well, it starts up front. Um, you know, again, those experienced linemen, uh, Mike Nowitzki, you know, is, is kind of on the job training and learning. And, and, you know, it's been up and down for Mike, but he, he's continued the battle. I think he's taken the majority of all the snaps at center, but then you look at all the guys around him. Evan Kasarcha continues to play very steady. Coyote Awashika does, uh, uh, again, our tackles have been very, very consistent. Paul Nosworthy had one of his best games, and he's been battling some health things. Tomas uh, has been banged up a little bit. Jacob Galdo comes in and never misses a beat in, in what, we're, what we're doing. So that depth and experience has allowed us to do a lot of things. Rushing offense now with 1,201 yards on the season, averaging 240 yards per game. That's number two in the MAC. It's top 20, 18th in the country. Any of those numbers surprise you? Um, not really, and, and not not boastfully. I think you know again the amount of run, you know how much we've been running the ball, what we wanted to to kind of at least through this first half of the season. Um, kind of get ourselves to a point to establish that. I think we need to be, like I said, we want to be able to still run the ball with that type of uh, effectiveness. But in order for us to be, we've got to be able to throw the ball better as well. Well, I think, uh, I wonder if you'll say that Matt Meyer saw a few things that he hadn't seen before in this game. And, and you know, particularly some of the blitzes that Miami threw at him that led to a couple of the big turnovers. Is that just going to every week, uh, good defensive coordinators are going to dip into their bag of tricks for Matt? Uh, I think so. I think, you know, when you, anytime you have a young quarterback, you're going to find ways to confuse them and try ways to get hits on them and, and do those things that happened. Um, some of those are on us, um, whether it be game planning, whether it be protections, um, you know, some are on the quarterback. And, and Matt would admit this, too, of directing protection and identification. And uh, and then you credit Miami for causing some of those things. So we've we've got to be able to lessen the hits on the quarterback, especially in the throwing game that we had last week. Yeah, Matt took a couple of hard ones. He wound up leaving the game in the second half. Any update on uh, his status and situation for this week? Not at this time. Um, it's still early in the week. Hopefully, uh, again, he continues to work through things, and we'll have him available for Saturday. All right, we'll talk a little more about the defense because that is worthy of a few minutes of our time as well, too, with what the defense has been doing over overall through the first five games and we'll dive into a preview of the Ohio Bobcats that's when we come back this is the UB football insider show from Learfield IMG College 
Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB hosts Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Before kickoff, enjoy a Tayway concert by Nerds Gone Wild, food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Kickoff is at 3.30 for tickets. Call 1877 ub there or visit ubbowls.com. The fall sales event is on at Town Hyundai. This month, lease a new 2019 Sonata SE for $189 per month. That's right, only $189 per month to include America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty and Hyundai Assurance. Visit townhyundaibuffalo.com. 36-month lease and 10,000 miles per year. Zero down plus taxes, first payment, and fees due at lease signing. Please be responsible for maintenance and excess wear at lease end. Interest rates and payments on approved credit. Offer good through 93019. We love our town. The Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, mini dental implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro. Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Do the do. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB hosts Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Before kickoff, enjoy a Tayway concert by Nerds Gone Wild, food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Kickoff is at 3.30 for tickets. Call 1-877-UB-THERE-VISIT-UBBOWLS.COM. Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria, and this is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck as we continue to break down the Bulls game at Miami last weekend, but now turn our focus to this weekend's game against the Ohio Bobcats. It's homecoming. It's a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. Stampede Square opens at 12.30. At 1.30, it's Nerds Gone Wild on the concert stage. You can hear the game right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPN+. Before we get into the Bobcats, Coach, uh, your defense now, number one in the MAC, total defense, 310 yards per game, under 100 yards allowed rushing defense. That's number one in the MAC, 21st in the country. Again, uh, as Brian Borland said to me after the game, doesn't matter where they start, we have to stop them anyway. Um, But the defense consistently 
every game this year continues to limit teams' ability to do things offensively. How excited and how proud are you of what they've done? Yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of especially Saturday's game because of the short fields and the way they, you know, shut some things down, had their backs against the wall. I, I know Coach was talking to the defense today. Um, can't remember the last time we had a goal line stand like we did. And, uh, you know, with a goal line defense in there, that was encouraging to see. When you look at the improvement on some things that we've made since the Liberty game, uh, especially second half of Penn State, um, we've taken some great strides, and that's with, uh, you know, you know, a couple linebackers down and things like that. So this group has a ten, uh, has the ability to get even better. We have to stay consistent, and you know, with the Ohio coming in, it's going to be a great, great test because uh, you know they add some option, they add some, you know, some play actions that you don't see. They look like they're running speed option, pull it back. You know, those are very difficult things, along with other things, that makes it a, a complex de- uh, offense to stop. You mentioned the linebackers. One of the standouts is linebacker Tim Terry. He's going to join us later on in the show but he's coming off 10 tackles, a new career high. Uh, he's had to fill in for Gaddafi Wright and for James Patterson. Tell everybody what they need to know and what you've seen so far from Tim Terry, the number five on defense. Got to be specific about that because there's two really good number fives. He's the number five on defense. Well, you know, it's it's been encouraging and exciting to watch Tim Terry kind of come into his own as a player. A lot of times that comes through experience and getting thrown in there, but Big tall linebacker, you know, we recruited him out of out of out of the Pittsburgh area. You know, was we, we were looking for that type of length. We talked length many times on the show about, you know, guys with some height, wingspan, take up some space. Qaddafi writing him when they're on the field together. Um, those are two of the tallest, longest of linebackers we've been able to play with. So to watch him, you know, he's played the rover position when Qaddafi Wright was out. Um, you know, that's more walked out on, on a slot receiver. Um, this week he, he had to start on the on the short side at the will linebacker spot, more into the boundary. A lot of things can come that way, and I thought he responded with a, with a really nice game. Yeah, we'll hear more from Tim, a little more of his background coming up later on the show. All right, let's dive into the Bobcats. It's this week's Keys to the Game, presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. The Bobcats come in at 1-3, and and this series has been incredibly unique. Uh, The home team hasn't lost since 2009 in this series. Bulls have won four straight at home. It's been 10 years since the home team lost a game in this series. Um, Any explanation for how that's worked out? Uh, At times, the Bobcats have been really good and lost here. Bulls have been good or bad and won here and vice versa the other way. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those matchups. I don't know. Let's just hope it keeps going that way, Paul. Um, But, you know, Ohio's a well-coached team. I think the last few years, we have played them later in the schedule. Um, so you don't know how that always is, whether teams, you know, is it by health? Is it by where they're at in the in, in the standings? Do they know their fate? Um, are they still playing for something? Um, last year, we went down there. Um, you know, things were going well for us. We knew we were in pretty good position. They had their backs to the wall a little bit of, of fighting for, for certain things. And, and I think uh, they came out with great energy, really took it to us. We did not ma- match that at all. So um, we just hope it's one of those things because they're going to be, Frank Solich has been really the pillar of consistency in this conference, Um, you know, with his staff, with how they go about it, the depth, the fifth-year players they develop, well-coached. And um, as we know, it'll be a big challenge, and our, our guys are excited about it. 
The Bobcats are 1-3. They have a win over Rhode Island. They have losses to Pittsburgh, Marshall, and Louisiana, and they're coming off a bye, so they didn't play last week. What have you seen from them through those first four games? What can you draw from those first four? Well, much like last week's opponent in Miami, don't get caught up in the record because they, they again, as another, another school has played a very challenging non-conference schedule. And, and you know, if think back to the Liberty game I talked about that Louisiana was That's pretty right. good was a pretty good football team and 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 um, they showed it by going up to to Ohio and um, and you know getting a win in Athens there is is pretty big um, you know Pittsburgh you know they're they're always going to be tough playing at Pitt that was that was a close game those two have battled well there and then Marshall's always a rival game for them so, so they played a lot of close games um, you know, had a week, extra week to prepare for us, extra week to get healthy. I know they'll be ready at full throttle. Nathan Rourke is one of the more dynamic players at quarterback in the MAC. Second team all MAC quarterback behind Tyree Jackson a year ago. A lot of people think he's in line to be the preseason, you know, the player of the year coming into this year. Here, the one interesting stat about Rourke that I found was he's accounted for 85 career touchdowns in 30 career games, passing and running. Um, you know, we've seen, Bulls fans have seen over the last two years of him he like you said he's a really hard player to prepare for and stop because he's 50 percent runner and 50 percent passer in a lot of ways yeah i don't sleep a lot now paul you didn't do anything to sorry help about that, that okay um, sorry so but yeah he's you know within the scheme he's ideal for what they do um and the thing is when when you watch games of him and he's scrambling or it's play action nobody ever gets a clean hit on him it's very rare um, he, a lot of times somebody may get an arm on him. He, he'll, he'll get away with it. If, if he doesn't make the completion, at least gets the ball thrown. So he, he's very savvy, very accurate, can run, throw. So you, you really got to be disciplined in your keys. And like I said before, like their, their option passing game is really good because he's going to take the ball down the line. Then he's going to pull it back a few yards. And next thing you know, there's, there's somebody you know wide open somewhere they they do such a good job with that and, and he's the catalyst to it um but one thing that we can do is if we can control like it it's always going to start start up front we got to be able to slow the run game down get them in predictable down in distances and then from there we have a chance all right i'm going to help you sleep a little better now because i'm going to tell you the two guys that have been trouble for you to stop and the whole mac to stop A.J. Olette, the running back, Poppy White, the wide receiver, they're gone. So that might get you a few extra winks. There you go. But uh, unfortunately, I've watched those first four games and, and saw some of the players they were replaced with. Probably not as high-profile names or, or as many years, but a good stable of running backs. Um, again, a, a variety of receivers by height, speed, um, how they use them. Very solid in a tight end position. All those things, but... But that's what you'd expect from the team that's predicted to win the league. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, we continue our Town BMW keys to the game, getting you ready for Buffalo and Ohio on Saturday. I know you have. You, you, we've talked a lot over the years about your connection and your admiration for Frank Solich. Uh, he, he is within range now, I think four wins away from the all-time MAC head coaching record. So he's done it over incredible. But here's the one interesting thing I found about Frank. Uh, this is the first time in 17 years as the head coach at Ohio that he doesn't have the same coordinators because his longtime defensive coordinator, Jimmy Burrow, left to go watch his son Joe Burrow play quarterback at LSU. Um, did that throw Frank off kilter there, not having the same guys? You know, I don't, you know, Frank has been with Tim Albin and Jimmy Burrow the whole time, and both those 
both those guys worked with him at Nebraska, so they've had a good relationship. I think there's communication somewhere down the line. As Jimmy Burrow told me one summer, he goes, it's going to be hard for me when Joe was at Ohio State. If we're playing at Eastern Michigan and Joe's playing in the big house in Ann Arbor, that I'm not there supporting my son. And that, and I really give a lot of credit to Jim Burrow to, to, to kind of step aside. Um, but... You know, Coach Collins has taken over, has been there almost as long. They have a great working staff. So, yeah, maybe not the coordinator, but the same thoughts and process of how they go about it. And uh, but like I said, one of the things when you look for stability, and I think that's one of the things we need to be proud of here, is that we've been able to keep the majority of our, our assistant coaches. And that gives us a chance to keep building what we want to build here. And a lot of those things we take from what Frank has done at Ohio. All right, Coach, good luck on Saturday. Going to be fun. Homecoming against the Ohio Bobcats, a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. Coach, we'll see you there on Saturday. Thank you very much, Paul. That's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. These have been our town BMW keys to the game. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Bulls fans, visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Visit WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. The reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Millersport Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. Hey everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments, it doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Coleta Health has the solution, emergency room online registration, and it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be, and that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at kaleidahealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients.
Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway every Monday. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Now time to turn to some of our player interviews and one of the more interesting players who probably stepped into some of the biggest shoes to fill this year is center Mike Nowitzki. Redshirt freshman replacing James O'Hagan on a veteran offensive line and it hasn't slowed the Bulls down from leading the Mac and rushing. How has he been able to do it? Let's find out as we spend a couple of minutes with Bulls center Mike Nowitzki. Well, Mike, let's start by talking about the way this season has gone for this offensive line and the running game in particular, a running game that leads the Mac and is in one of the nation's top rushing attacks. Any of that surprise you at all? Um, I think that, um, you know, just through the offseason, we knew we had high expectations and um, we're just kind of filling them every week. You know, it's difficult. We just got to keep coming to play and be consistent. Um, you know, there's no uh, bye weeks in the Mac. You know, every week is uh, a very tough game. And, we're just looking to improve every uh, week. First MAC game against Miami last week. How was it different than the other games? Was there some anticipation level on your front about going into the first MAC game? Yeah, it's always different when you play in a conference. It means a little bit more um, than the outer conference games. But um, you know, at the end of the day, you just go out there, strap it up, and play. You have started all five games as your as a redshirt freshman here. You kind of took control of this job, uh, maybe even back in the spring. Give me a sense of whether it has met the expectations that you thought it was going to meet, being a collegiate Division One starting center. It's a lot of work, but uh, I'm grateful to have um, great guys around me that help me every play and make me um, look good when I maybe even you know make mistakes. Having four veterans and Jacob Gall too, who uh, has a lot of experience from last year. That, you know, all of us just being on the same page, everybody helping each other, it's been a great help. Did it, did, was there a, sort of an odd feeling that you had this veteran group of four returning starters and you're the one guy that wasn't? And, and that is what it is, but I mean, was there like, oh man, I better live up to the standards? Yeah, yeah it was definitely high expectations, except, especially coming in um, at this point with Jimmy's footsteps. Um, and, you know, Jimmy was kind of leader, leading all them, and now um, I just kind of had, uh, you know, I had big shoes to fill, no doubt. And um, like I said, they've been doing a great job holding me along the way. With Bulls starting center Mike Nowitzki, retrofreshman, freshman, 6'5", 295 pounds from Victor, New York. Well, you mentioned James O'Hagan, and let's let's go down that route. How much has did he influence you last year? How much did you learn from him? How much do you think some of the things that you're doing already now are Jimmy O'Hagan things? I can't even uh, tell you how much he's impacted me. You know, never even playing the position before, and you know, working with him every day last year on just the little things. Um, you know, it's paying off big time and um, even off the field and, you know, the film room, he even showed me, you know, tips and, you know, how to, how to see stuff on film differently and how to pick up cues. Um, but I can't even, the amount of impact that he's had so far, so. What did it mean for you to have him take you sort of under your, under his wing lash? I mean, you didn't have to do that. He must have seen something in you that he was willing to do that. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Uh, you know, we, we talk 
talked very frequently too, and I even asked him about you know playing in the back, you know what he saw last year because you know a lot of people return. Um, so I mean, he uh, he's a great guy, and you know I'm just very honored that um, he believed in me and helped me out. Well, you're starting to play a lot like him. When are we going to start to see the other parts of the James O'Hayton influence? Uh, eye black, long hair, shirtless, or any of those things coming? That's not my cup of tea. I like to keep my my hair short, and uh, I like to put on a shirt. Good to go. You mentioned the weight gain. That takes us to the next interesting part of your sort of transition was you were a tight end in high school, and you went to Victor, uh, where your teammates at various times in high school were Zach Lafave and Austin Kunick. Um, but you're a tight end. How do you make the transition from tight end to center? Uh, it wasn't easy, especially you know, changing positions on the field and you know getting my body right. Um, it's a different uh, different change. Um, I played my senior season about 265, uh, but I was I was a lean 265. Um, and then you know last year just kind of gained weight and uh, lifted a lot of weights with the developmental group. And um, it wasn't easy all the time, but uh, you know I just had to keep you know chugging along. People probably think it's harder to lose weight. It might be harder to gain it and to gain it the right way. Tell everybody how you were able to do it. Absolutely. I I, uh, I think it's very hard to keep and maintain weight, especially for a guy like me where my body can um, you know fluctuate weight really fast. I could I could drop five pounds in a day if I don't keep up. So it's about maintaining, it's about being consistent. Um, after practice and every meal, you know, four meals a day, had to be consistent with that and being hydrated all the time. Well, Mike Novitsky, when it comes to Victor, New York, a lot of people might know you more famously for your lacrosse exploits. You were one of the best lacrosse players in this country. You had, I know, a lot of opportunities to continue to play lacrosse at the next level. Take me into a little bit of the thinking about how a lacrosse player transitions to football and what made you decide to go this route. Yeah, originally I was uh, committed to the University of Virginia, and I was, you know, very grateful to have Coach Stargia offer me, and um, I accepted it as a freshman. Um, and then as the years kind of went on, you know, being a freshman, I was really young. There was a lot of time for change. Um, I, I just continually got bigger, and there was a coaching change in Virginia, and um, I just kind of went to other ways. And, you know, Buffalo, I was looking to go for football because I was getting a lot bigger, and I just, you know, took a lot to the game. I love football. And, um, you know, just I, uh, see what we saw, what opportunities I could get, and Buffalo came along, and, and I think it was a good choice. You miss lacrosse at all? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, there's nothing like football in the fall, and, uh, you know, all my friends and stuff, they still play lacrosse, so I'm still um, connected in that. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool to watch them, and I think that they find it pretty cool to watch me. Well, keep up the good work. The fact that your name hasn't come up a whole lot is probably the ultimate compliment for an offensive line, isn't it? Absolutely. They only recognize when I make mistakes, so I'll stay under the radar as long as you know, we can keep you know, getting better. Yeah, there hadn't been very many of those. Mike, congratulations on the start of the season. Thank you very much. Coming up next, we talk with Bulls linebacker Tim Terry, another one of those key players emerging for the Bulls this season. That's next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. 
Come and see the difference. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical Call 870-0753. The fall sales event is on at Town Hyundai. This month lease a new 2019 Sonata SE for $189 per month. That's right, only $189 per month to include America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty and Hyundai Assurance. Visit townhyundaibuffalo.com. 36-month lease and 10,000 miles per year. Zero down plus taxes, first payment and fees due at least signing. Please be responsible for maintenance and excess wear at least end. Interest rates and payments on approved credit. Offer good through 93019. We love our town. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the tailgate concert series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Buffalo's original pizzeria getting you ready for homecoming on Saturday as the Bulls host the Ohio Bobcats, a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520, and you can see it on ESPN+. And when you see it and listen to it, you're going to hear us talk a lot about a linebacker who wears number five. He has been one of the key players this season for the Bulls, and his name is Tim Terry. Well, Tim, let's talk about the – I know there's some disappointment for you about the loss to Miami, but self-satisfaction-wise, a career-high 10 tackles, and you were flying all over the field. Are you starting to feel like this game's getting a little bit easier for you? Yes, sir. It's becoming more comfortable. I'm getting comfortable out there, understanding what I need to do in order for the team to get a win. 17 tackles and a sack in the last two games. Are those the best indications that you're not thinking as much? Yes, sir. I'm just going out and having fun. That's all it's about. Is that the big transition for a younger player like yourself who's moved into the starting lineup for the first time, less thinking and more reacting? Yes, because you know when you first get out there, you don't want to make no mistakes. You're worried about what you got to do. But once you know how to play, you just go fast. You've started the last four games, including your first career start at Penn State. For a Pittsburgh kid, what was that thrill like? 
it was a blessing. I was I was excited the whole game. No matter what the outcome was, I was happy to be out there with my brothers playing on a big stage. Was uh, I'm sure that's something you thought a little bit about. I mean, what's that moment when you walk out there and you're for the first play of the game and you're staring at 100,000 people in a in a place that you probably have a pretty good amount of knowledge about? It's a dream come true, you know. You just get out there. You see everybody, you just think, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is, how, this is what I need to do out here to get a win. All right, well, where Tim is supposed to be is playing a big role in this Buffalo defense. Sophomore linebacker, 6'2", 220 from Pittsburgh. You've played both sides, both outside linebacker spots. When Qaddafi Wright gets hurt, you kind of filled in from there, but you've been rotating. Is that is there a big difference? Is that a big – is it is it hard to adjust to going from one side to the other? I wouldn't say hard. You just got to know the different types of focus with your gaps and your different type of assignments outside the box and inside the box. That's mainly it. Um, last year, you got a chance to play a little bit, a lot on special teams. What's the transition like from a redshirt freshman year to then sort of a backup and a special teams guy and then the next year kind of moving right into the lineup like you have? Well, you know, you got to play your part in the team. Whatever they want you to do, you have to do it. So just coming from – being a special teams player, I'm make that about do as but uh, do as good as I could in that. Other than that, what'd you learn about kind of doing a lot of sitting and watching and playing behind some great linebackers like Collier and Hodge last year? Watching, see how good they know the defense. They understand the defense. They know how to fly around, and I just took that and watch film try to do the same thing all right tim comes from pittsburgh pennsylvania he attended central catholic high school um where this i know this is true but as a senior you had three interceptions and returned all of them for touchdowns yes sir um did you play a little running back and stuff too i did a little wide receiver but not too much yeah so i mean that's pretty cool three picks and three touchdowns right yes sir you know just going out there having fun i was able to freelance around and just ball out Central Catholic High School is famous for a lot of reasons, but Dan Marino being the most famous alum, or maybe you'll tell me there are some others as well too, but, but he's the one that I think a lot of people know of. Is, is, does everybody that goes there knows this is where Dan Marino went to high school? Yes, he recently visited our high school my junior year, and he came and talked to the whole school, talked to the team and everything, and we got a chance to meet him and actually interact with him, so it was nice. What's it mean to have a pro football Hall of Famer that walked the same halls as you did? It's amazing. It, it makes you motivated to want to be like him and do the same for your, your city. Yeah, and Central Catholic is literally right next door to the University of Pittsburgh. You can walk across the street from high school and be on their campus. Does being around a college campus, and particularly one with a high level of athletic teams, that help prepare you a little bit for being here at UB? Well, yes, it, it's like a college prep school, so we, was, we were able to see the feeling of being free and doing things on your own, and it, it helped out a lot. Right. What's it like uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, which where we know football means so much to everybody? It's an amazing city. You know, everybody, everybody wants to come together, help out the city. A lot of the athletes are trying to help out the city, do as best we can to put on and show what the Pittsburgh is all about. All right. So who are the, the Steelers or, or maybe other players that you've sort of always looked to when you were growing up? Well, I was looking up to Ryan Shazier. He was a great linebacker, so I try to play just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy that you that, that's inspired you. Yes. Um, how about other? Are there other Pittsburgh athletes or other guys maybe you played in high school or played against that that you've always patterned your game after a little bit? Um, well, my team, I try to play just like my uh, older older brothers, Demar um, Hamley, play for Pitt, uh, Bryson Gardner, all of them, David Adams. We all play on the same team, and they all they all ball and play hard, and I wanted to play just like that. So. 
So what brings you here to Buffalo? What makes the decision for you to come and be a part of the Bulls? It was a nice school, a nice opportunity. The coaches, that was my first offer. So the coaches showed that they really wanted me no matter what and I accepted the role and came here. So we've started to see a lot of what you can do on the football field. What are the next steps that Bulls fans are going to start to see from number five? Uh, more leadership. I want to get the team to trust me even more and take ownership of the team and show that we really want this. We want the championship. All right, he's playing a big role on the Max number one ranked defense. Tim, congratulations on the start of the season. Keep it up. Thank you. Appreciate you. That's Bulls linebacker Tim Terry. Coming up next on the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold, some more cool statistics and tidbits about the way the Bulls have run the ball this season when we are joined by John Fuller for the Full of It segment. That is coming up on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. fans, this is Andy Santerre for Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepackspower.com. You'll see why Castle Packs Power at castlepackspower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, Comdoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit Comdoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. UB football's fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Hey kids, be sure to come out to Kids Day at UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st as your Buffalo Bulls take on Temple. The first 500 kids 12 and under will receive a special gift courtesy of Chick-fil-A. That's Saturday, September 21st for Kids Day as the Bulls take on the Temple Owls. Chick-fil-A, home of the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. We have had a great lineup of guests, and that will continue. We thank Coach Leipold for his insights. Mike Nowitzki, the Bulls center. Tim Terry, the Bulls linebacker. Coming up, Mark Allnut, director of athletics. But now it's time for the always exciting Full of It segment with John Fuller from the, the assistant athletic director for communications. You are chock full of good stuff this week. I know you always raise your game for the Ohio Bobcats and homecoming, don't you? Well, yes, that's always – I mean, it's really kind of building into one of our bigger rivals in the conference, I would say. You know, it's uh, – really become a fun home and home series and we kind of talked earlier in the show about just the dominance of the home teams but if you really go back like you said it was 2009 it's the last time the home team did not win in this series and even overall you look at you know we've been in the max since 1999 we've played them nine times and at UB Stadium and have won seven we're seven and two at home since joining the conference against Ohio probably the most success we've had against any team at UB Stadium since joining the league yeah and you know we talked a couple weeks ago about some of the memorable Temple games there's a few Ohio games that kind of pop into the memory bank the phantom safety game um, that UB won uh, at UB Stadium the one year the the sea of hands Khalil Hodge interception two years ago that preserved the sixth win of the year I mean there's a couple that stick in my head um, I think I think over the years Brandon Oliver had a huge, maybe record-setting game one year against Ohio. I mean, there there have been some memorable games in this yeah, series. Yeah, I even remember, um, you know, 2011 wasn't a particularly great year for the Bulls, but um, remember, you know, Ohio came in here with a pretty good record, and then the Bulls upset them. And I just remember Richie, Richie Smith getting a fumble at the very end of the That's game right. to seal that win. So they've always been, you know, pretty competitive games and 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 uh, and, a, and a good atmosphere. Yeah, uh, what did you tell me? Bulls are all are seven and two all time against Ohio at UB Stadium, and that and that goes back to some of the years when there weren't a whole lot of wins on that season. Right. right. So two th- yeah, two thousand and uh, so two thousand and one. We were only only in the FBS school for a couple years. You know, and not faring very well. Obviously, just kind of making the jump. And we, Ohio comes in here. We beat them 44 to nothing. 2003, our only win that year was Ohio at home against, uh, or it was uh, beating Ohio at home that year. So, yeah, we've always seemed to have success against the Bobcats at UB Stadium. Yeah, so another good reason to make sure you're out there on Saturday. Going to be a nice day. 3.30 kickoff for homecoming. It all gets started at 12.30 when Stampede Square opens. Walk to victory at 1. Nerds gone wild on the concert stage at 1.30. And then the kickoff against the Bobcats at 3.30. Let's talk a little bit about the running game. It has been the dominant part of Buffalo's offense this year and so dominant that it's starting to pop up in record books and NCAA lists. Yeah, well, first off, how about Buffalo leads the nation in rushing attempts per game? <laughs> that is amazing. 256. Now, it's a little skewed because we played one extra game than Army and the other service academies who run primarily a, uh, an optional offense. But, yeah, we lead the nation in, uh, in, in rushing attempts and have been successful running the ball. I mean, four of our, first, four of our first, five, first five games of the year, we've rushed for over 200 yards a game. And uh, we're, we're on pace to break every rushing record that we've had uh, in school history. Uh, and leading the way, uh, amongst the guys leading the way is Jarrett Patterson, who, again, is doing some amazing things. 546 yards through the first five games. That's second in the MAC, 10th in the country for Jarrett Patterson. Yeah, so Jarrett's played 19 career games. He's already 
He's only 11 yards from being eighth in school history and career rushing through only 19 games. Amazing. He's only halfway through his sophomore season. So it's incredible what he's doing. You know, he had a you know 183-yard performance against Miami, including an 82-yard touchdown run, which was the longest touchdown run by a bull since, um, remember, James Starks at Miami in the 2007 had the 91-yarder. Yes. Uh, so it's the longest, you know, longest touchdown run or run of any kind by a UB player in 12 years. So he's just really putting up some eye-popping numbers. And that touchdown puts him into the top 10. Explain that as yeah, well, so too. Yeah, his 18th career touchdown, already 10th in school history in career touchdowns. That It's crazy. So 19 career games, 18 career touchdowns, yeah. already top 10. And, uh, you know, again, there, there doesn't seem to be any doubt that the success is going to continue. And then you got Kevin Marks chipping in with another 100-yard game as well, too. And uh, I think the oddity in all of that is is it's, it's weird to not win a game like that when you have two 100-yard rushers, but that doesn't happen very often. I have the sense that might not be the first time it happens this year well and the thing is what's great about having two running backs that can run like that I mean we all remember Brandon Oliver UB's all-time leading rusher but he was carrying the ball 30 40 times a game I mean to be able to I mean uh Jared Patterson I think had 25 carries Marks had 18 to 20 carries so they're not carrying the ball that much and they're so they're both fresh and it's nice to be able to have two backs that can go in and uh, you constantly have a fresh back going in and, and uh, you know, to be able to, you know, that, that I think that helps with us be able to run the ball so well. Right. And as coach told us a little earlier on the show, he gives a lot of that credit to the offensive line. We heard from Mike Nowitzki earlier on the show, kind of a neat story in a lot of ways, his lacrosse background and then the desire to play football and then sort of the tutoring that he had under James O'Hagan. Uh, um, Mike, you know, I, I said to Mike, I said, we haven't talked about your name very much and that's probably the best thing for an offensive line. Yeah, you know, he's an interesting story in the sense that he was really more of a lacrosse player coming out of high school. Um, You know, really highly recruited lacrosse player. I think he had an offer to go to Virginia. Yeah, he confirmed that in our interview, yes. You know, obviously one of the top lacrosse schools in the country and uh, just, you know, just really fell in love with football, was more of a tight end, comes to UB, and uh, the coaches had to, you know, realized that he had the potential to play center and smartly put him there and obviously learned a lot from James O'Hagan. You know, hasn't, Grown the hair out yet, which I thought he. <laughs> we you know, talked about this. We he's, thought he might have he, hanging around James. He says uh, he says there will be no long hair, no <laughs> eye black, and no shirtless uh, uh, shirtless opportunities. <laughs> yeah. So at least you can relax a little bit about that, <laughs> right. about having to control any shirtless photos of your starting offensive lineman. So hey, John, good stuff, and uh, you know, I mean, it would be pretty amazing to keep seeing the Bulls up at the top of that rushing attempts list, um, considering the teams that run the option and the wishbone or whatever else they run in the country that's pretty cool well no doubt and it also means that you're doing things you're obviously doing things well in offense and on defense that you're in games you can run the ball that much so you're not resorted to having to just throw the ball over the field to stay in games so it's a it's it's when you're running the ball a lot that means you're doing good things that's right john fuller is the assistant athletic director for communications he joins us every week here on the ub football insider show john enjoy homecoming we'll see you on saturday Thanks, Paul. john fuller giving us a little insight with the full of it segment we've got one more segment to go here on the show we'll talk with director of athletics mark on about everything that is going on for homecoming 2000 2019 on Saturday. That's when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right, if you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace 
for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical... Call 870-0753. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB football team hosts Mack Rival Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Throws to the left, wide open, bullseye! Before kickoff, enjoy a tailgate concert by local 80s band Nerds Gone Wild along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Round up your friends and family, wear your best blue and white to UB Stadium and cheer on the Bulls. Kickoff is at 3.30 p.m. For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's the UB Football Insider Show as we come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. This is going to be a great place, I mean Santora's, to come hang out either before or after Saturday's Bulls game. It's a 3.30 kickoff against Ohio. It is homecoming. All kinds of festivities tied to the annual homecoming game. For the details and the insight, we spend a couple of minutes with Bulls Director of Athletics, Mark Allnut. Well, Mark, it's homecoming on Saturday. That is always a big deal. Ohio coming to town makes it an even bigger deal. What do you got in store for everybody on Saturday at UB Stadium? Well, first and foremost, it's homecoming. Opportunity for our alums to come back to campus and, and see the great things that are happening you know, at our institution, you know, for our students to be involved. Uh, you know, they'll be coming off a big carnival you know, the night before. So what better way to kick off a, a game against a you know, high-profile, pro- high-caliber opponent in Ohio at uh, 3.30 on ESPN+. Plus. So plenty of going on, which I know we'll yeah. get into. Yeah, we will. Uh, an opponent that you never lose to at home, or at least haven't in 10 years. That's good too, right? It's, it's, there you are. Already, already, don't jinx us now, Paul. <laughs> I mean, don't, please, please don't do that. Facts are facts, but, but again, Mark. you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, how we've been playing at home last last couple of years, we have a very good home record, and and I, I feel that our, our team's going to be up for the challenge this weekend. All right. It's a, uh, along with all the homecoming activities, is a it is a typical action-packed Stampede Square festival going on. It opens at 1230. Then you've got Nerds Gone Wild on the Stampede Square concert stage at 1.30. So aside from all the homecoming stuff, Stampede Square is always a fun place to be. Always a place to be. As you mentioned, it opens four hours before, so opportunity for folks to tailgate prior to the uh prior to the kickoff of our game. Nerves going wild. You know, obviously that's going to, you know, conjure up some memories music, of back right? in the that's 80s, you know, so yes. walk like an Egyptian and everything else that they'll be <laughs> that they'll be playing. So excited about that. Can we get you to do the uh, the Egyptian <laughs> dance 
thing there, you, baby? You know what? I might break an arm doing that. But 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 I tell you, the other thing too is, um, you know, our team will also come up from the from the hotel and they'll do that walk, you know, right in front of Stampede Square, you know, as well. They'll do that about one o'clock. So plenty of activity moving forward. But you know, one thing we're excited about is honor the uh, the Mission One A football team. Uh, you know, obviously that's uh, it's about a twenty year reunion of that team as they made that transition to uh, Division One. So you know, a lot of the the student athletes, the the coaches and staff members, they're going to be back for that. And you know, that actually starts Friday night with a reception here at Santors. You know, so for folks out there that want to come and, and greet the guys, you know, they're more than welcome to to come down here. But you know, for them to come back and and them also to be a part you know, of the job that we're doing here for the department and also see, you know, how things have changed, you know, a lot different from when you're making that jump from Division Three, you know, Division One to, you know, what we have in place right now. Uh, it's, it's a great group of guys, and they did a lot of good things to lay the groundwork for what is happening now. You've been through some of those transitions throughout your career. Uh, is part of your opportunity to meet some of those 99 guys to kind of understand what they went through and maybe get a little bit of perspective from stories about what that was like here? Well, first of all, from a story standpoint, you know, everything is going to be exponentially, you know, better than what it was when he, when he got there. So if I meet a guy who had, you know, 10 tackles in his career, that's gonna be, he's going to have 100 tackles for his career. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I enjoy stories like that. I'm, I'm victim. I do that. I do that as well. But, you know, part of it, too, is to, you know, get more of an understanding of what they went through. You know, obviously, as you mentioned, the foundation to you know our program now, but then also for them to see you know, the improvement that has occurred, you know, the what we have in place to, you know, ensure that, you know, our student athletes can compete, you know, at this level and, and also be able to share with them how they can support, you know, uh, being able to move forward our, our, our program and our athletic department. With Mark Allnut, University of Buffalo Director of Athletics here on the UB Football Insider Show, what do you think is going to be the biggest surprise to some of those 99 guys? Um, maybe it's the obvious things that they'll see when they pull up, but what else do you think might surprise those guys who 20 years ago we're on the ground floor of getting this program moving. Well, you mentioned when they come up, they'll, they'll see the Murchie Family Fieldhouse, and that's something that they'll say, wow, wish we had that uh, when we were back here playing. But when they go into the stadium uh, and, and they see the, the, the football facilities and they see where in the past, you know, our weight room might have been here or we, we met on, on folding chairs and now look at these dedicated position meeting rooms. Look at the graphics that are out there that honor you know, some of the student athletes in the past and, and the accomplishments that, that have happened, they'll see the fueling station. You know, for them, uh, maybe nutrition back in the day was a bag of peanuts. You know, that's all that, that's all they had. But to be able to understand, you know, how we really, you know, consider and, and, and really value, you know, every aspect of developing the student athlete, I think that's something they're going to definitely warm up to. They're definitely going to appreciate. And then, you know, obviously understanding, you know, where they can support, you know, us to be able to build this uh, program. So I know when you're going to make your way, because you always do around Stampede Square, you're going to shake a lot of hands. You're going to talk to a lot of people. Maybe some of those alums from 99 or other years, maybe just some general fans. If the question comes up from any of those group of people, what can we do to help? What's your answer? You know, I say you know, get involved, you know, first and foremost, you know, obviously when it comes to attending games, you know, become a season ticket holder, you know, because it's different from, you know, from person to person. So for me, it's, you know what, you're going to enjoy the atmosphere here at Stampede Square. You're going to enjoy the game. You know what, next game, you know, I, I challenge you to bring a few more people with you. And then outside of that, you know, we'll have various, you know, fundraising efforts that they can get involved with, whether it's the at the entry level or at the, the more of the capital project level that, you know, I can share with them. But, you know, for us to be successful, you know what, we need to have that, you know, consistent and, and growing crowd, you know, at UB Stadium. And, and for me to share it with them, hey, you're going to enjoy your time here. You know, we're going to walk away with a, with a victory. You know what, our next, our next game is Central Michigan. 
Hey, bring a few more of your buddies. Bring some more friends. Bring in there. Bring a coworker, whatever the case might be, because that helps us continue to grow this. All right. Well, if you're out there and you get a chance to meet Mark somewhere in Stampede Square on Saturday, make sure you say hello and uh, maybe you talk a little bit about some of those topics. I know you're a guy who likes being out there, and I know you're going to shake a lot of hands there on Saturday, aren't you? Oh, for sure. For Mark sure. Allnut, the director of athletics, getting you ready for homecoming this Saturday as the Bulls take on the Ohio Bobcats. 12.30 Stampede Square opens. 1 o'clock walk to victory. 1.30 nerds gone wild. 3.30 kickoff between the Bulls and the Bobcats. Mark, we'll see you there. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you. We thank Mark for all the details about Saturday's homecoming activities. Make sure you're there. Stampede Square opening at 12.30. 1 o'clock walk to victory. 1.30, the nerds gone wild on the concert stage. And then the kickoff at 3.30. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. If you can't get to UB Stadium, and you can see it on ESPN+. Plus. It's a big one in the Mackies for the Bulls against a team that they have not lost to at home since 2009. We will see if that continues. We thank you for joining us on this week's edition of the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.